0: Hey guys, it's your boy, Merky boy uh, Welcome, welcome, come in one and all How's it going guys and gals and tip top of the morning to you. It's Monday evening but tip top of the morning to you. Sick bells on a Monday Welcome to the random podcast Number 57 guys, we're, all, we're almost to 100 and then it's over That was the deal wasn't it, that was the deal Tip top of the morning. Congratulations, the one and all. Not I would say. Congratulations. Just thought of that song. Made it up on the spot myself. Not a bad, a bad, a bad a patience. If anyone can drop me a beat over that song that I just came up with the lyrics for, hit me up on the Twitter dot com, and uh, maybe we can do a collaboration. You know me. I like to collab and orate. Big fan of collab. Love a bit of orate. So if you're up for a bit of collaborate. Oh, don't forget to shun. almost forgot shun. My good son. My good son, shun. Now they always say collaboration. Oh, do we we prefer collaboration or congratulations? I'll I'll throw that one to the floor there now, lads. I'll throw that to the floor to the dear listeners. Uh, Keep sending in the mail and the fan mail, and the questions you have, we're getting a lot of, no we've none, just check the inbox, it's uh, very empty, very lonely, very sad, very sad indeed, oh I heard the saddest thing ever, first actually, this week's podcast uh, sponsors, Uh, keep them coming guys, we really appreciate the sponsor money that you're sending our way, the team here at the random podcast, uh a and and family, we really appreciate the money. So keep spending, sending, sending, not spending, keep sending more money to me. Thank you. Sammysocks.net, they couldn't get .com, which is unfortunate, Sammy said. But you know, she tried her best and sammysocks.com was just uh, was too expensive. They were selling it for $20 and she only had 13 left in her uh, PayPal account. Uh, so she went with sammysocks.net, which, as we all know, only cost nine ninety nine over there on GoDaddy dot uh, net guys. Something to consider if you're if you're in a little bit of a pinch, a little bit of a bind, and you're setting up a a new website to start off a new venture, a new chapter in your life. Maybe you want to sell socks. Maybe you'll tell people it's always been my life dream to sell socks. As a young boy or girl, I grew up with a love of socks, and I knew one day. I was going to make my own socks. And then I was going to sell them to people. people, Here's one thing about socks, guys. People need socks. Do people like socks? I don't know. But people need socks. And that's that's what you want now in in the marketplace. You want a need. Not a want, but a need. They need socks. Uh, So, and that's Sammy's Sammy's, uh, similar story. She grew up... Loving socks, even though they were more of a masculine thing in her household, she said. The men wore socks. The women wear tights. Sammy had a a lingering feeling that socks would play a major role in her life as she grew up. She used to sneak off to her dad's closet, and she'd put on a pair of nice socks, and she'd just wear them around the house, hoping that no one caught her. Uh, She was sock dressing, as they call it, similar to cross-dressing, but with socks and uh, she'd walk around and she'd say, she'd role play she'd say hey look at my socks and then she'd do another voice be like oh they're lovely socks and I suppose that's when Sammy knew she was like I have to come out of the closet and one day uh, she burst out of her dad's closet uh, wearing a nice uh, pair of socks and uh, her parents were a bit surprised they were like what are you doing in the closet and Sammy said I love socks and they were like okay and Sammy was like, no, you won't hold me back with my sock escapade adventures. And Sammy ran away from home. Never came back. She never returned to her uh, childhood home. She moved to New York, and that's where she uh, set up the sock empire. She first she tried to do scarves, but uh, they weren't they weren't really selling well because scarves have a negative connotation in America, uh, that only homosexual men wear scarves uh, is what people say. And uh, which is not true because I am a heterosexual man, and I I enjoy a good scarf. I like a scarf. Uh, unfortunately, it's not really scarf weather here in LA a lot, but I do enjoy a good scarf. Uh, not scarfing my food. <laughs> no, no, I enjoy a, a nice garment, scarf garment. I have a couple of nice scarves now. That I like to I like to I like to visit colder climates just so I can pull out a scarf and be like, hey guys check out my scarf and then people will be like who cares it's a scarf and then some guys will be like oh you're gay you're wearing a scarf and you're like okay I look unreal in a scarf whatever if that's what gay is then I guess I'm not straight um, and know, so I'm back to enough about me now let's get back to Sammy socks. Sammy uh, moved to New York a well known sock town and that's where she set up in Chinatown in New York she Set up a little sock stall, and uh, she was hand knitting the socks back in the day, so she wasn't pumping them out. But then she met a lovely, a lovely woman who joined her, and uh, that woman owned a sock printing company, and uh, it was going out of business. And Sammy said, "No, let me, let me, let me buy this from you. You uh, will use my name and use your expertise." And lo and behold, Sammy Socks was born right there in Chinatown, New York. It's been going strong now for seven months one of the main players in the sock market. And uh, we're we thrilled thrilled to have her as uh, today's sponsors, uh SammySocks.net. Uh, hand knitted socks, so they might take a while. Orders usually take one to four months. Um and they're they're surprisingly uh, surprisingly cheap. I don't know how they're making a profit over there at SammySocks.net, but uh, who am I to judge? Is what I like to say as I then judge someone. Who am I to judge? And then I'll continue and I'll judge them either out loud or in my head. In this point in time, it's uh, out loud. I'm judging Sammy. Uh, even though she's sponsoring today's podcast, which is a, a very shrewd move by Sammy and her team over there at sammysocks.net because uh, we have millions of listeners. Uh, millions of people in the world, and I presume they're all listening. That's my logic, and that's what gets the sponsors in. I just they ask me how many people listen to your podcast. I say there's millions of people in the world. Everyone's got a pair of ears. They say, say no more, Markey boy. We're in. Boom, money on the table. Boom, I get to buy porridge and eat food. That's how. That's how. That's how this economy works, guys. You tell them one thing, and you just hope it's true. Millions of people out there. And uh, everyone's got a pair of ears, huh? Now, now, there are two facts, people, that you cannot deny. You cannot deny that, Now, People have tried to deny it, but they're, they're just facts. That's what I do usually in these business meetings. I, I go off on a tangent, and I just start laying down facts. Like, my favorite color is purple. Fact. It's not. It's blue. But, you know, you've got to throw them off. Not many people say purple. Some people say red. Some people say black. Black is the favorite color. Black is the color of my true love's hair. Her lips are like some lovers fair. That's why I like to do in these business meetings too. I'll sing a song if I feel we're not talking or not enough attention has been paid to me. I'll go off a little tangent and I'll start singing the song. Black is the color. Now we are a second. Congratulations. Uh, maybe I'll throw in a little bit of a Jamaican accent. And Anyway, that's how I tie up the business meetings, and then I get home and uh they they' have untied what I tied up, but you know at the time and in, in the meeting, it felt lovely for me and that's I know this isn't the business podcast, but there we go. You get some free business lessons, some life lessons. you know guys i you you give so much to me, you give me your ears, you give me your time. You don't give me money, but you you give me so much everyone's got a pair of ears there's a million people in the world two facts guys two facts can't can't be disputed dispute that now and i'll call you crazy if you dispute that to me honest to god i'll call you crazy that's what you do then If if the business meeting isn't going well you like to get a little bit aggressive pick the wrong person and then get aggressive at them hey hey you in the corner? If you dispute that, no, I'll take you outside and I'll, I'll challenge you to a fight. And uh, if they say no, if they back down, you uh, you sit back in your chair and you, you fling the scarf's ends over your neck. And you say, that's what I thought. That's what I thought, buddy. That's what I say. Anyway, that's uh, today's sponsors. This week's sponsors, Sammy Socks. For all your sock needs. And God knows we need socks. Oh, oh yeah. That's why I was, Jesus. I just had coffee. So who knows what I'm talking about. But I heard this girl the other day. Yesterday? Oh my God. It was one of the saddest things. She was, I was walking past her. Went across the street and I just heard her saying, um, Whenever I feel sad and lonely, I like to put on a pair of socks. It feels like someone's hugging my feet. And she wasn't. I looked at her and the dude, and they didn't seem like they were joking. It seemed like she was kind of being serious. And it ruined my weekend that that's what she does when she's sad and lonely. She puts on socks to give her little feet a hug. And now, every time I put on socks, I think of her and I feel sad, which in turn is sad. It's sad to feel sad. Annoying how a stupid little thing like that, and I'll probably think about it forever. Forever and ever. Every time I put on socks, I'll be like, no, ah, oh. hugging my feet. Oh. Maybe this is what love feels like. I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. I'm going to start singing that now every time I put on socks. I want to know what love is. I want you to show me And then the socks will look up and be like Hey man we're just a pair of socks You gotta get your love from elsewhere We ain't giving you no love anymore That's when I got in the first fight with a pair of socks Sad day Sad, sad day When you get in a fight with a pair of socks That was sad I felt bad It made me mad I remember, before, when I was in school, we had to write a do a poem. This way back, way way back, back in Ireland, we had to do a poem, and uh, my poem was something like, "What did I say again? Something, 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 something like, yeah, yeah, and that's my dad." If I don't do my homework, he gets mad. And then I get in trouble because he is bad. It's basically rhyming dad and bad and mad and all this together. And I got in trouble for it. I got in trouble for calling my dad bad. Even though I was probably stealing lyrics from Michael Jackson's bad song. They were like, why are you calling your dad bad? I was like, he's not bad. He's unreal. Why would you call him bad? I was like, because it rhymes I had to do lines, people. I had they made me do lines because I rhymed "dad" and "mad" and "bad." I remember getting trouble with that. I don't like to tell my parents. I'd be like, I had to get them to sign the lines, and they're like, "Why'd you get the lines?" And I was like, "Cause I wrote this poem," and uh, they were like, "Why did you call dad bad?" I was like. I've gotten over this with the teacher already. I wasn't calling him bad; it was a artistic choice, and I rhymed bad and dad. I really regret it now, and I'm not going to write poems again for years, and that's, that that curtails my poem career, guys. A lot of you are asking me. I might read a few poems there in a while. I'll do it now that I can. While I'm here, while I'm here, I lose my train of thought. Of what I was going to say but who really cares i remember someone asked me recently can you write, write read poems on your podcast and i forgot here's one i wrote yesterday so there I was, old Hickory Ham Hayes, navigating on, figuring out life's maze. When I met a girl, asked her on a date. Heart did a flutter. Felt like me soulmate. Gorgeous girl. Funny, beautiful and tall. Sure the date was lovely. Having a ball. Strolled in the city. Stared up at the stairs. Started to kiss. Beep, beep, went the cars. Sure I'm a great kisser. You know me, guys. All romantic. Compliment her dead eyes. Hickory Ham Hayes made great moves. Sure you know me, guys. Nothing to lose. Right there on the bridge. We made sex. As I came, I roared, I'm a fucking T-Rex. She never texted me again. Uh, Didn't like my T-Rex line. Or maybe she died. Who knows? That one was uh, old Hickory Ham Hayes. Classic poem, guys. What am I doing with my life? Classic, classic poem. Um, right, here's another one. Week. This one's called Week. I can't remember it. So let's see. This will be like reading it for the first time myself. So I met this girl with unreal hair. her for a kiss. Did it on a dare. She, she smiled instead. Okay, sure, go. We have to skip... Start tapping me toe, kissed her lips and one foul swoop, asked me my cologne, told her dupe, so we kissed and kissed and kissed some more, felt like hours; it only quarter to four, I like her t-shirt and the cut of her jib, beautiful boobs as I caressed her rib, her eye, her hair and eyes and lips and face, her back and ass and legs could race, dawned to me that this girl was so hot, so I told her fuck off, left her on the spot. She was too unreal, guys. Should I be constantly worried she'll cheat on me? I'm a weak, fragile, insecure man. That was actually, that was actually a classic. Uh, weak. Weak. Uh, that's one weak. Dip On. This one's called Dip On. On the streets of New York, saw her face, bold and beautiful. Twas a fucking disgrace. She was perfect, that's for sure. Blue eyes pretty and lips so pure. Cheeky smile and kissable cheek. She made me angry, made me meek. Wore a blue dress. Christ, a vision. Asked me for a coffee. Quick decision. She will go for one. What's the harm? She took my hand. Led me by the arm. So we walked the city. Bottom to above. Oh, Jesus. She's perfect. I'm in fucking love. Kissed by the train track. Running late. Even dipped her. Perfect end to the date. Unfortunately, I let her slip when I dipped her. Cracked her head off the ground. Fell into a coma. Looks bleak. Ah, well. Dip on. All right. last... Last one, last one, last one. And then I will try and remember what I was talking about. Talked. Something was with my brain. These are like, I don't remember even writing these. Was I drunk? Who knows? Kind of hungover now, so maybe that's how it goes. Alright, this one's got talked. A girl and a boy, strangers at heart, met through an inbox. Created some art, It got pretty dirty. Ought to be true. She was too hot. His mind went blue. He tried to focus and write so pure, but her face and smile made him a whore. Thought of her hair. Let down his guard. Oh Jesus Christ! Now he was hard. Panicked a bit. Turned on in public. Can't let her know or think he's a prick. So he did. He did what you do, he tucked it up, fumbles his coffee, sips from the cup, looks at the mod. What's up with you? Looks down at his pants. Oh God, ooh. She never spoke to him again. Pervert haze, they called him from that day on. Still lovely while it lasted. Honestly do not remember writing that poem. Here's one more. Just cause it's right here in the phone, guys, right here in the phone for you. Carrots and peas. Thought I loved her, I really did. Hot as a cherry, laughed like a kid. On my mind, morning, noon, and night, her feckish ways filled me pure delight. Wrote me letters, sent them every day, so joyous and sweet, made me feel gay. Spoke about the future, and even marriage, sexual preference, a wee bit of bondage. This is where the story does take a turn, oh, me poor soul, me heart uh, does burn, churn. Reading a letter while making me dinner, parrots, potatoes, veg, Real true winner. Read it all. Eating my carrots and peas. Last line says, I think I have the herpes. Sat, see, or go, lads. Make sure to wear condoms. Thanks, guys. Jesus. High level of gibberish. One last one. One last one. One last one. One last one, guys. Met this girl. Blonde hair to her knees. Unreal smile. Weren't denim dungarees? She had this laugh. Oh, Jesus Christ. Give it all up. Wouldn't even think thrice. Oh, so pretty. Asked her for a dance. I was pretty drunk. Had to take a chance. Said, kind of creepy. Come dance on me. Booze kicking in. I was finally carefree. She had a broken ankle, but I didn't care. And I told her, too. I'm both firm and fair. She got upset. I think she was sulking. I started laughing. Kept... Just kept on drinking. Made me nervous. Boozed even more. Real sloppy. Start calling her a whore. Bouncers came along and beat me up. I just yelled at her. I love you like a pop. All in all, great night. Thanks, guys. Oh, there's classics. I should really release. Should I release these as a poetry book, guys? Isn't that what you all want? Isn't that why we're all here? For me to release a poetry book. All right, this one's called Big Old Head. Big old head, guys. Big old head. Final poem. I promise you that. Maybe. Out for a stroll down by the river, met this girl. Oh, my heart did shiver. Oh, sweet Lord, and Christ above, please, God, no, please don't be love. Her big old head, that face, hair, and ears, please, Lord, no. Well, I stared at it for years. Her laugh was contagious and filled me up. Can't explain the feeling, felt like a pup. Wore a blue shirt and ripped white jeans. Please, Jesus, no, the girl of my dreams made me feel all weird, like a little elf. She told me a joke, laughed to herself, looked at me and asked me on a date. That's when I figured. Feeling was hate. I met her once before. Jesus, she was annoying. Hated her with a passion. Did that make sense? No. So am I going to sing you? A re- re- I'm going to sing you one more poem, guys. This is called Girl and Girl. Girl and Girl? Golden Girl. Golden Girl. T'was the end of August, but felt like me. when I met a beaut on her birth birthday. Weapon of a body, cheeky smile and a hoot. Obviously, I ask, how is the birthday suit? Well, buy me a drink and I might show you, or some shots. You know how I do. Go back to hers. Her clothes come off. Christ, she's unreal. Another quick quaff. Show me yours, she says with a wink. And also tell me, what is your kink? Oh, sweet Jesus, now I'm all a fluster. I like to get on top, best that I can muster. Well, it's my birthday, she says to me. So lie on the ground, I'm going to pee. Didn't realize she meant on me. A golden shower, I believe it's called. Sure, I'd no other choice, twas her birthday. Well, guys, I think, that's a, I think that's a lovely place to end today's poems. Some classic poems. Very, very nice poems. Um, Fully forget what I was going to talk about previously to that. But you know yourself, sure. Sure, you know yourself how it goes, guys. Live every day like it's your last. Maybe that's... Oh, I I hate stupid sayings. Like, that's a stupid saying. Live every day like it's your last day. No, I won't. I won't at all. Because if I knew it was my last day, I would be very sad. I would cry all day because I didn't want to die. And then I'd phone people just to say goodbye. I'd be like, some bad news. And the person on the phone would be like, who is this? And I'd be like, yeah, just uh, today's my last day. They're like, you're quitting your job. And I was like, no, it's my last day uh, in life, so I'm living it like it's my last day. And then I would do that every day, guys, because that's how I would live my last day sad, crying, phoning people, and uh, just not really being productive, you know. So that's why I think that saying is stupid. Who wants to be sad? Although, now if you're sad, you can always just put on a pair of socks, give your feet a nice little hug. Nice little hug. Jesus, that was sad. There's, not, I w- There's nothing worse than feeling sad. Some I hate as well, you know, when you're sad and you're like, I do this. Sometimes you're like, I wonder if I'm going to feel sad. And then I listen to someone like Bonnie Vare, Bon, Iver, bon Iver, however you pronounce his name, or Sigur If you don't know either of them, and I'm sure you do, but if you don't, you should listen to them if you want to feel sad. Because, oh, boy, they'll make you sad. What's a good Bon I- Iver, that one? 33 God. Oh, crikey. That makes me feel sad. Ros, if you don't know, S-I-G-U-R-R-O-S. They're like the greatest band ever. They're from Iceland. You don't even know what they're singing. They're singing in Icelandic. Sometimes they make up gibberish. And they sing in a language called Hopelandic. Um. And all you hear is like... But obviously their version is slightly better. But it's unreal. But it might make you overthink too much. And then you will get sad. Or at least that's what happens to me. that's That's all we want, guys. A nice connection in the world. And if you're feeling unconnected, disconnected, unconnected. My English is deteriorating. If you're feeling disconnected, no connection. It's nice to feel a connection with someone, huh, guys? Then the connection goes away and you feel a bit sad and you throw on 33 God and you're you're just staring at the wall and it's a Monday and you've been out all weekend because you want to hide the sadness with booze mask over and the booze will make you feel warm it'll make you feel loved huh guys? isn't that what booze is for? replaces feelings in you with false emotion and then you're You're having a great weekend. You're out boozing. You're at a party. You go to a bar. And then someone has another after party. And you're up till six in the morning. You're on a roof in Hollywood. Drinking on a roof. Drinking vodka. Till six in the morning. And you think, this is it guys. This is living a dream. I'm on a roof in Hollywood. I'm drinking a warm glass of vodka. And I'm chasing it with pickle juice out of a can out of a jar of pickles. Is this life, guys? Is this what we're all after? But in the moment, you think, God, oh, this is nice. Oh, this, I'm having fun. Aren't we having fun? And then because it's LA, and everyone here is sad. Not everyone. Jesus, there's some of the sad people, though. It'd make you sad if you knew. Uh, people say stuff like, Ah, oh, she's my best friend. I love her. And you're like, oh, yeah. Are you good friends with her? She's like, I met her two days ago. We're best friends. I love her. People do that in LA all the time. This is my best friend. When did you meet? A week ago. We're roommates now. We met through Craigslist. But now she's my best friend. Little do they know that when one person moves out of that house, they'll rarely, if ever, see each other again. That's how roommates work in L.A. You're great friends while you live together. And then you you move out and uh, you you don't really see them again. And you're like, hmm, maybe that was just a forced friendship. Maybe the close living proximity uh, forced us to become friendly towards each other. And because it's L.A. and everyone's uh, sad and lonely, uh, maybe we hung out purely because we were like, it's either be alone and sad or hang out with this person and at least they'll talk to you and they can distract you from your own sadness and loneliness and maybe then you realize hang on a minute guys that wasn't a real friendship that was just two people living together I wonder if I that's what happens with arranged marriages they're just like alright let's figure let's make this work let's make this work somehow Let's let's just see. Let's just try and not kill each other. Hopefully, you will uh, do your dishes, and I won't have to be passive aggressive and be like, "How many more days are you gonna leave that uh, that saucepan in the in the sink?" Huh? You keeping are you are you're gonna are you using that again or? Wow, uh, it's been like, what has been like three days now, and uh, that's all we want, guys. A little bit of connection, huh? someone that you don't have to be passive aggressive you can just be aggressive aggressive you can be hey can you wash that fucking pot um, so yeah, that's my way of saying don't enable your sadness or maybe it's good maybe it's good I remember when I was writing my books I have three books and just in case you don't know if you're a first time listener or a long time creeper I remember though, uh, like listening to all that sad music while reading writing the book, even though they're funny they're they're hilarious books, but though that sad music they make its own way, uh, and once you get past the sadness, you can think about other stuff, figure stuff out, maybe maybe guys you'll learn a little bit about yourself um so, you know, sadness, we've come full circle. No, we've come half circle on sadness. I started off saying it's sad to feel sad, but maybe it's good, guys. It's good, you know, you gotta feel all the emotions. You can't always be happy. Well, you can. But sometimes you feel sad. Maybe that girl doesn't text you back. Maybe that guy never phones you again after you had sex. Maybe, maybe you didn't get that job that you thought you wanted, but you know, you didn't. So you know, it's a weird thing, too, in L.A., when you hear people saying, I work my dream job, and then you ask them what they do, and they're like, pharmaceutical, medical, representative salesman. You're just like, what? It's my dream job. And you're like, as a child, you dreamt of selling drugs to uh, doctors, is it? Is that what you do? And then, in turn, they have a quota to... Uh, sell to their patients and then um, they're going to push these drugs onto their patients even though they might not need it and in some cases the patients might get uh, hooked on the drugs if they're painkillers and what not and then they'll uh, soon enough be on heroin and uh, that's unfortunate and it all stems with you working your dream job as a pharmaceutical Medical, whatever it's called, representative. Salesperson. I read this thing the other day. How in Maine, the Maine lobster industry. Um. There's a load of the lobster fishermen. Is that what they're called? Lobster fishermen. Lobster men. They're all hooked on heroin. Which is odd. Not all of them. A lot Which is something You know Next time you have a lobster Just know that The person who caught that Was probably High as a fucking kite On heroin High as a fucking kite Dabbling with The black tear Dabbling with The chocolate I don't know If these are heroin Nicknames But they sound like They could be Dabbling with The black Delilah the black Dahlia. The black Dalai Lama. So next time you're enjoying a nice little lobster, you're oh, oh you got a big promotion? Oh let's go out and let's celebrate. What do we get? Steak? No, I'll do you one better, baby. Let's go get lobster. What? That's right. We're going for lobster tonight, baby. And then you're sitting down and you'll be like, This is how, this is how you break the lobster, and you break with your hands when you kinda of hurt yourself because you don't know how to break the lobster but you're celebrating baby's success. And uh, uh, just know, yeah, someone probably died. They f- they make a lot of money, apparently, fishing for lobster. Because it's a thriving market over there in Maine, wherever it is, Portland, Maine, Maine, Oregon, Maine, Boston. I'm not sure where Maine is. Where's the Maine, Maine? Who is the Maine man? Not me. Um just know as you're having a nice night that someone probably died because of your lobster. Fishing during the day. And then they kill time by uh, taking a load of, of fucking heroin. So that's nice. That's nice to know. That that's happening. And also that some people, when they feel sad and lonely, they put on socks. And... That to them resembles a hug. So that's... That's unfortunate, I suppose, guys. Just a human connection. LA is a weird old place. It's weird how many fake asses you see in LA, too. There's a good... We've moved from sadness to fake asses. It's weird, too. I was talking to my buddy the other day. We bought agree, When guys are like... If they see a hot girl, and then if she's got fake boobs, they'll be like, oh, not for me. No, thank you. No, 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 no. Fake boobs? No, thank you. Are they fake boobs? No, thank you. Those boobs look lovely, but they're fake? No, thank you. I'll only do natural. And we were both like, okay, shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Sh- shut up. Sha- sha- sh- shut up. Da- la- la- shut up. That's what we both sang in the coffee shop. Shut up. 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 People at first started looking at us. They were kind of going, what the hell is going on here? Are these two guys off the rocker? Are these two guys on black terror? And I said, no, if you're on heroin, you're having a very low, you're not, you've no energy, you're spacing out, you're tripping. Don't know any of these terms, but I've seen people on heroin. Didn't realize, at the time they were on heroin, I just thought, they look sleepy. They're a bit mellow. Little did I realize they were sinking into a dark black... Mist, by all means, is one of the nicest feelings in the world. But then you crave that feeling, and your body aches, and it says, make me that happy again. And that's, I think, what the calm down is like, apparently. And then it feels like your bones, you can feel your bones moving, scraping off each other. So stay away from heroin, guys. Stay away from sadness. So anyway, they were like, what are they singing? Shut up, shut, 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 shut up, shut, 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 We just kept singing, kept singing, and eventually... All the other patrons in the coffee shop. Why are they called patrons? I don't know. All the other patrons started one by one. They all looked. At first they were confused, guys. They were confused. Like a lot of you, if you're still listening, you're probably confused a lot of the time. Except when you're listening to me. That's the only time when you're like, Mark gives my life meaning and purpose and focus and delight. And happiness and joy. And he tells me at first, don't be sad. But then, uh, 10 minutes or so later, he tells me, you know what? It's okay to feel sad. Because you know what? It'll get better. And if it doesn't get better, I apologize. I apologize in advance. Not my fault. There's no legal binding document But if there's one thing I've learned about sadness is that it goes away. And uh, if you work hard and uh, you do stuff and you're around nice people, uh, you can feel joy once again, guys. You know, maybe uh, next time you listen to that Bon Iver 33 God song, you'll be like, I no longer feel sad. I no longer feel like I'm swallowing my whole existence into a black pit. So anyway, that's what the people in the coffee shop were probably thinking when they felt confused. But then they kind of looked at each other. There was someone in the back, a brave, brave woman, started saying, low and slowly at first, myself and Chris, my buddy, were like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. And one girl in the back was just like, shut up, shut up, shut up. And then this other guy in the front walked in. He didn't even, he didn't even know what was going on; he just felt the rhythm in his heart, and he was like, "Shut up shut, 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 shut up shut, 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 shut up and next next minute guys you, you wouldn't believe people behind the baristas or coffee shop artists, as I call them um, i give i 'm not like a lot of you people that mock baristas for taking their jobs too seriously, but uh I for one, call them artists. They're artists to me, and uh, anyway, the artist behind the coffee who so majestically uh, made me a lovely iced americano. He poured, oh, oh how he poured that pre-made coffee over ice, pure art, guys, pure art. And next minute, anyway, I didn't think he'd crack, but I knew if he started singing, then we had them all. And he looked up, he stroked his his big beard. He took off his uh, black-rimmed spectacles, non-prescription, just for show. And he stood on the counter, and he started singing with us. And you know, it was a it was a tender moment. Everyone everyone felt it in the car. Co- we all knew we were uh, experiencing something special that day. We knew we didn't know walking in. That's one thing I'll say now is both firm and fair and true. We did not know walking in that today was going to be a special day. And when he stood, I suppose it all started with me. Let's just get that firm and fair and out there as the truth. Started with me and it kind of. Uh, but when he stood on the counter and he started, he had a low, low voice. He was like, Shut up! Shut up! Shut, shut, shut up! The place erupted, guys. You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. Police were called. Everyone was like, What's going on? Marquez starting something big again. Everywhere he goes, it's magic. And then the whole place, was, it was like a block party. People were just singing, shut up, shut, 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 shut up. And it was like people clapping hands. And, you know, it was just, it was just wild, wild, wild way to spend a Friday afternoon. And uh, then they, they asked us, why are we singing? And then I said, because myself and Chris thinks it's stupid when guys aren't, like, say, all fake boobs. Not for me. And then people got very upset when they realized that was the reason for the song and for everything that was going on. And uh, that was the end of that. that was our, our joy was over. And uh, it was a sad way for it to end. But I suppose, what we said before, guys, everything must end, including life. So, you know, go out there and live, uh, live every day like it's your last. Because you never know. I hurt my hamstring during the week and uh, I couldn't run in the gym working out and you know I, I, I always think I'm immortal guys I have these books that will live on for many years past me but um, I hurt my hamstring and you know I, I was like maybe I'm not maybe I'm mortal maybe I'm like you maybe I'm like you peasants that's what I said that's what I said to people at the gym am I like you peasants it's a real game changer guys real game changer Made me made me really wake up. Reconsider my life. And then I started listening to sad music. And then I heard a girl singing or saying, oh, she, only, she only really feels love when socks are hugging her feet. Something to that effect. And uh, then myself and uh, Buddy were like, yeah, man, if they're, if they're nice fake boobs, then they're lovely. Who cares? Who cares? But then we were... Uh, Surprised that we both agreed and that fake asses are just weird, which is odd. Hypocrites, double standards, who knows? Fake asses, though. And imagine getting a bad fake ass job. Who Nelly? That's all I'll say to that, guys. Who Nelly? I'll say no more, I'll say it one more time. Who Nelly? Fake, bad fake ass job. Now that's something you don't see every day, but you do in LA and that's weird, but who cares? And there we go, guys. I think that's the end of today's podcast. It's not the end. It's not life isn't over. We'll we'll move on. We'll be back again next week. Touch wood, please God. And um st- hey hey guys, stay out of trouble, okay? Or better yet, if you could see me, I'm winking. I'm winking at myself in the mirror hey guys stay out of trouble then I winked or maybe get in a bit of a trouble and then I I kind of shook my head because I realized I said ah in there for no reason maybe get in a bit of a trouble who knows guys shout out again to Sammy Socks shout out to Sadness keep those letters and fan mail and everything else coming in guys us here at the team, us here at Trickadoo Enterprises, we really en- enjoy seeing the bags of mail piling up every day. Piling, piling, piling. If a girl was to say to me, hey, do you've got piles? I'll say, yeah, piles of mail. That's what i would say, guys. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Uh, Don't forget to read my books, guys. Keeping the dreams alive. Find them on Amazon. Random, randomer, and pre-dom before I came to L.A. Instagram, the Marquez. Had to change it. Twitter and Snapchat at Trickadoo. T-R-I-C-K-A-D-U-U. Okay, guys, don't forget to check out the uh, cigarettes 2 if you haven't heard them. I saw them in San Fran, the Greek Theater, Oakland, somewhere up there. And I walked in. I was on my own. That's how much I wanted to go see them. And I walked in. I went to the bar, and I was like, I'm going to get two drinks so I don't have to come back. And then I got two drinks, and I turned around, and they started playing... And I didn't move from that spot. I didn't even go to my seat. I just stood and watched and watched. And they were unreal. And it was outside. And at the very end, even though it was a lovely, lovely night, guys. I wasn't even wearing a jacket. It was so nice. They had a big song that I hadn't heard before. And it was about a seven-minute song. And it built up to the final big ending. And it started raining, guys. And everyone screamed for joy, except for me, because I didn't have a jacket, and it was ruining my hair, and uh, my drinks were getting water in them, because I didn't even drink it, guys. I didn't even drink the drinks. And that's, uh, that's the final story. Uh, let's end on a deflated note, like we always do here over at uh, Random Podcast. And I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks, guys. Krook, doo, krook, langza, krook, 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 krook.